what street number is associated with an address you had in the past? Okay, well, that one should be pretty straightforward unless you lived like in a, a bunch of different places and you had a bad memory. Welcome to the Only Child Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Wallace. Have you ever felt like you didn't receive the how-to brochure on life? That you didn't get enough guidance about major life issues? So did I. You don't have to be an only child to feel this way. In my podcast, we'll explore some of the best ways to better navigate adulthood while doing so with humor and light. Welcome everyone to the Only Child Diaries podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about something that I think we all deal with these days, software and app passwords. I found myself completely and utterly frustrated by this today. Oh my gosh, like ready to scream frustrated. And I find it to be a more common occurrence. First of all, I've always had a pretty good memory. It started to fade a little as time has gone by, but even these days, I'll say something and people will remark, wow, you have a great memory. Because seriously, I remember little bits and pieces that most people wouldn't even recall at all, even if it's their own lives. So back in the day, when I first started to create logins for my credit cards so I could pay bills online, it was fairly easy, right? Do you remember when we first did this? I had a piece of paper. It was actually a piece of scrap paper that I kept in my desk at home. And I fiddled with writing all the usernames and passwords on this piece of paper. And so in the beginning, you could do something easy like a name and it didn't have to be uppercase, all lowercase letters. It could just be six letters. Am I dating myself? <laughs> oh, yeah. But then it started to get more complicated because some of the sites said you had to use a capital letter. And then it was, oh, you have to include a number. And then, oh, you have to include a special character, right? But then it had to be eight characters or 10 characters. I always had a special formula for my passwords, which I won't share here because Maybe somebody could figure it out, but I had a word that I used and then I had different variations depending on the rules for that particular site. But then, like I said, it got more complicated because you had to use a capital letter. You had to use numbers. You had to use special characters. Okay. So sometimes after a while you had to change your password. Like after a while, some of the sites would say, oh, it's been 90 days or whatever it's time to update your password. So then I had to come up with a different word or a couple of words. And then no, you can't use the same password again. It got even more challenging. It started to get harder and harder to remember the passwords. That piece of scrap paper in my desk transitioned to my purse sometimes, but oh gosh, don't lose it or don't keep it in there too long parts of the paper started breaking off or some of the writing was disappearing. I was in trouble. When I would go log in, I would think, I remember this password, 
but seriously, out of like 50 passwords, I really had no clue. And I'd have to go look for my paper. Now, I have to say that sometimes when you're creating a login, they'll say, don't use the word password as your password. <laughs> or don't just use one, two, three, four, five, six. And I think to myself, I would never use that, right? <sighs> okay. Now, we use logins for almost everything, right? It's not just credit cards, it's banking, information, your utilities, all of your other bills, whatever they may be. It's, it's a way of life now. If you want to pay a medical bill, you have to create a login. If you want to look at your medical test results, you have to create a login. Then let's say you're going to take a class. You have to create a login. All this means you have to create another username and password. Do you want to play a game online? You might have to create a username and password. So then it starts to get complicated. We're long past the point where any person can remember all or any of these usernames and passwords in your head. And we're way past being able to write them on a piece of scratch paper. <laughs> I know that there are software platforms that keep track of your passwords, but I haven't tried those specifically. When I log into my laptop, Google Chrome likes to ask me if I want to save the password, which of course I say yes. Or on my phone, it uses Face ID, which both of those are great. Did you see those commercials recently where people were trying to figure out their passwords? I think that resonates with all of us at some point. Isn't it the most frustrating feeling when you go to log into something and you can't remember? So then you have to hit forgot password. Oh, wait, do I have the right username? Am I remembering the right username? I mean, it's really frustrating. And don't even ask me if I'm a robot, if I'm a human. I mean, that's like the final disgrace. And all this just because maybe you want to make a payment on a credit card. It seems like it should be a lot easier. Okay, so circle back to today and the reason I got so frustrated. A couple of months ago, my husband asked me if we could buy the NFL package to watch his football team, the Miami Dolphins. Now, I'm fine with spending a little bit of money to watch sports. I mean, I'm not a huge sports enthusiast. I'm not even a mild sports enthusiast. I'm just not. If something can be on in the background, I'm fine with that. I can watch some or most of the Super Bowl, but let's face it, I'm there mostly for the commercials. I really don't care who's playing. What I can watch is my college football team, USC, but even that is a little tough because I really still don't fully understand football, the yards, the downs. I kind of get that, but I really don't understand the strategy behind the game. Like I understand the strategy behind baseball. I just like it when the guy gets the football and gets to run across the field, like really run like a racehorse. Of course, it's better if he's a guy on your team, right? And okay, 
I went to all of our high school football games, but seriously, that was just to rag on the cheerleaders. Sorry, not sorry. And flirt with the guys. The game? Okay. I wanted our school to win, of course, but beyond that, not so much. I'm much better watching baseball, but still, baseball games can seemingly go on forever. One of the best modern day advancements in sports, the pitch clock. That must save us a lot of time, right? Okay, I'm digressing. So this special football thing, it's kind of like a glorified cable channel or app. We all know that we pay extra for streaming like HBO or Netflix or Hulu or whatever. And we've already been getting the MLB TV channel or app or whatever it is for a couple of years now. And then Bill can watch most of the games. I won't say all of the games because some of the games are still blacked out, even though you're paying what I think is a lot of money every season to watch the games. And they'll say, Oh, you watch all the games. There is still a pretty significant amount of games that are yes, blacked out, which doesn't really seem fair. Okay. But the good thing about MLB is that you can watch the game at any time during the day. You don't have to watch it live. So that is kind of a benefit. I mean, I think you can even watch it like the next day or the day after. I mean, you might have heard the score by then, but, you know, you can even fast forward through the game if it's not live. So if you want to just get to the last part of the game, you can do that too. But back to football. So in May, Bill asked me if we could get the NFL package, but this year it's through YouTube, which is a little confusing. I went online and did a search and I found a couple of guys who spelled out how to purchase it without having to also purchase YouTube TV, which is $73 a month. And all the ads said, oh, you get the NFL package with YouTube TV. No, thanks. I already have a lot of TV. I don't need any more TV. And I also don't need to pay $73 a month for it because the NFL package was like $450 or something, which is really a lot of money. Maybe you really like football and that's okay. But I try to equate it to watching a series of say live concerts from your favorite musician or band. Although I doubt there's really anybody that I like that much that I would actually spend $450 to watch live concerts from all season. Again, I digress. Then in early June, I went in and I bought the NFL package because if you waited longer, they said the price would go up. Seriously? Like you're already reaming us. So you're saying that, you know, buy it early so you don't ream us more. Okay, I'll play along with that game. Now, I have a YouTube login, but I couldn't remember how I paid for the NFL package. My login? Or did I make one for Bill? I should have made notes. I thought I did make notes. So now it's football time. Today, Bill asked, how do I get into that football thing? Uh-oh, I thought. He said, can I check the NFL package and see if, you know, they have that game on? I thought, oh dear, I hope, I hope, I hope I don't let myself down. As I suspected, the TV asked for me to try to log in, which means I had to take 
the remote and go on that little keyboard with the arrows on the remote and log in that way, which is kind of akin to using an old flip phone to text, right? I mean, it's painful. So I had to, you know, first put in the email. So it's like spacing over to find the letters. I literally want to kill myself. I hate this more than I hate laundry. And I really, really hate laundry. And it's hard for Bill because his vision's not that good. So I'm standing there putting in his email and then I put in what I thought was the password. And then it says, no, the password doesn't match. Okay. Let's try another password. No password doesn't match. Okay. Third time. No password does not match. So then it says, if you can't remember, try forgot password and you can reset the password. Oh, happy day. So then it takes me to another link where I have to go in through Google and confirm my identity and then create a password, make sure I have a password that way. And then I can go back, put the new password in with the little arrows on my remote space, 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 enter space, space, space. So tedious. Well, it turned out I had created the login and bought the package with my email. So it was a total debacle. Anyway, it finally worked, but I just wanted to kill myself because there's just got to be an easier way. There has to, and it, it just has to be, it seems so complicated, but I understand why you can't just have one username and one password for everything, because then you would get seriously screwed if somebody cracked your code and they would be able to open everything. They would be able to access all your accounts. That would be bad news. I just think we've gotten into a weird area here when you have probably what a hundred usernames and passwords. That's a lot, maybe more, maybe 150. There's just gotta be an easier way. So here's another login story. When I was helping bill to sign up for social security and Medicare before you could create a login, it asked you a series of questions that would be unique to you. Kind of obscure multiple choice questions. Like what street number is associated with an address you had in the past? Okay, well that one should be pretty straightforward unless you lived like in a, a bunch of different places and you had a bad memory because then it would be, it would be pretty challenging. Then it would ask which company have you had a credit account with and which company did you have a loan through? And then sometimes the option would be D, none of the above. Now, we're not talking just like in the last couple of years. We're talking maybe through your whole life. So sometimes the answers aren't quite so straightforward on the creditors. Or maybe sometimes a person's memory isn't that great. Because with Bill, it, it was pretty straightforward. But a few years later, I helped my brother-in-law with his application for social security. And we went through the same thing and he just couldn't remember on one of the questions, the other ones we aced. And then the system said, uh, that's wrong. You'll have to wait 24 hours to try again. Okay. So we waited, then we tried again, then they come up with different questions. So we still got one of them wrong. So then it says, try again in 24 hours. So we did that. <laughs> and, you know, I think you have two or three shots at it. And then it says, we can't verify it's you. So then you have to call. So you call and you get placed on hold for a long time. You can only call 
you know, during certain hours. So it's all about passwords, 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 and information. Such an important thing. And it's become such an important thing in our world today. Like this wasn't, this didn't used to be an important thing, you know, 20 years ago, I don't know, 30 years. I'll stop there anyway. And if you have a Mac or an iPhone, then you have an Apple ID and your Apple ID and password runs your whole life. So don't even think about forgetting that or losing that because then you're really in, in big trouble. Oh, football passwords. I I'm done. I'm just done. Now <laughs> I'm going to go read a magazine, a paper, hard copy magazine, no password required for the paper version. Easy peasy. <laughs> That's all I've got for today. Next week, we'll tackle another topic together. I hope you'll join me. If you like this episode, please follow the Only Child Diaries podcast on Apple Podcasts or other platforms you might listen on. And consider rating Only Child Diaries and writing a review. It helps others to find us. Please share it with a friend you think might like it as well. Visit my Instagram page, Only Child Diaries, or Facebook, Only Child Diaries Podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Tracy Wallace, and these are the Only Child Diaries.